You are listening to RudolfSteinerAudio.com. As well, you can hear these podcasts at RudolfSteiner.Podbean.com. Please consider becoming a patron. There are two publishing houses, SteinerBooks.org in America and RudolfSteinerPress.com in England, which are the sole publishers of Steiner into English and have given me permission to do these recordings. Please consider patronizing them as well. This is a reading of Collected Works, Volume 98, uh, 18 listener notes to 18 lectures, uh, entitled Nature and Spirit Beings, Their Activity in Our Visible World, translated by Christian von Arnhem. This is Lecture 15, given in Munich on the 17th of March, 1908, entitled Earth and Human Development. The last time I was permitted to speak to you, we looked up to the heavens, to the planets, which have a certain connection with our human organization, with our immediate life. Today, let us take a closer look at the development of our planetary system, insofar as it is connected with the human being. You know that basically we always look at all developments in the cosmos from the point of view of the development of humanity. However far back we let our gaze wander, we always do so with the intention of precisely understanding the nature of the human being. In doing so, we are compelled to look at the history of the development of our own being from the greatest variety of angles. For you can imagine that earlier conditions of our earth and other celestial bodies were no less complicated than our present conditions, and the development of our system cannot be understood with a few ideas. We can only approach this development from different starting points. It can seem as if there are contradictions between the individual pictures that are outlined. But the occult facts are only described from different points of view in the same way as if we were to paint a tree from different sides. You can make a hundred pictures of the same tree and you would always have painted the same tree, but the pictures would be different. Thus, if we want to obtain a comprehensive concept, we must describe it from different starting points. And when we have obtained many characteristics, they will come together like different photographs taken from different spatial standpoints. Today we will describe the development of the earth as it presents itself to the spiritual eye, EYE. We know that our present incarnation of earth was preceded by three others, Saturn, the Sun, and the moon. We also know how to imagine the state of Saturn. We cannot imagine that it had the same material composition as our present matter. We distinguish in matter our solid material earth, the liquid, our water, the gaseous, the air, and the initial finer state, heat matter. If we had approached the old Saturn, we would only have noticed its existence by entering a warmer space, like an oven. Within this fire matter, the first formation of the physical body occurred. But it was only a reflection that was thrown back into cosmic space. After a prolia, Saturn passed into the sun state. Matter condenses and becomes gaseous. The human body interpenetrates with the etheric body, but everything is still very thin, gaseous matter. And what is present of the physical and etheric body shows itself like a mirage, like a mirage in this sun. After another prolia state, the sun transitions to the moon state. 
matter becomes liquid. A human being is permeated by the astral body. Now we must note a key event during moon evolution. What was present in its water-matter was a mixture of the present-day sun, moon, and earth. But there comes a time when a kind of sun separates out with the finest and most living matter and the highest beings. That which is now the moon and the earth remain behind as the old moon. At the moment of separation, those beings that had remained behind hardened. The whole sphere of the moon became a semi-alive cosmic body. The lowest kingdom there was between today's mineral and plant kingdom, the second between plant and animal kingdom, the third between animal and human kingdom. What are rocks today were like the wood of trees. The whole earth was like peat or spinach. The mountains were woody. From this basic substance grew beings that were between our plant and animal kingdom. Mistletoe has retained the habit of growing on a living substrate. At that time, however, it had a dim sensation. It no longer has this, because it has decayed. The third stage, the human animals, were the ancestors of the human being. This form of the ancient moon developed only after the separation from the sun and orbited the latter. Then a reunion took place, and after a pralaya, our earth emerged. Our earth had to go through and repeat the previous states, Saturn, Sun, and Moon. Only then did it produce its actual earthly form. That it first had a fiery nature is something that has been preserved like half a suggestion. Physicists say that the earth evolved from a fiery state, but the fiery state was not gaseous, but something quite different from the gas they think it was. Within it, the first disposition of the physical body was again formed. But the result was different from Saturn, for it had already matured in earlier states on Saturn, the Sun, and the Moon. It was now a more complicated human disposition, the result of the earlier states, made of fine etheric matter. The earth consisted of a conglomerate of such human dispositions. It looked like a blackberry made of the finest warmth matter. It is nothing other than a conglomeration of human dispositions in warmth matter. I should now give you an idea of what this first disposition looked like. We must take into account what has remained of this first human disposition in later times. It is surrounded by other elements of human nature. It pulses in us today as the inherent warmth of the blood. That is the remnant of the first human disposition. What appears as lines of warmth has in the course of time again been very much transformed. At the top of the head the child has a soft spot. This is the opening that the human being had there in primordial times. In about the middle of human development a kind of warmth organ came out of it, flames radiating out, like suction arms, like an etheric lantern, the eye of the cyclops. But it was not an eye, it was a warmth organ. Human beings needed this organ to orient themselves. At that time they lived in warmer and colder fluid elements. 
This organ told them which environment was beneficial or harmful for them. This organ is a transformation of an organ of the fire state of the earth. We must think of lines of force going out toward the heart from it, making itself independent, without the other elements already being there, so that it looked like a kind of lantern with suction arms emanating from it, like rays downward, which later became vessels. That is the warmth human being. In this first period of the Earth's warmth, the Earth was still united with the Sun, Moon, and still other planets. Later, densification occurred. The material state of warmth became a gaseous state. This stage of development is of great importance for the human being. For the development from warmth into gas was such that lines of air were formed around the force lines of the warmth matter. The circulation in the breathing process was first established at that time in the development of the earth. Now comes a very important fact. Whenever warmth matter is condensed into air matter, it is on the other hand diluted into a still finer state, into light matter. So it was when Saturn formed to become Sun. The gaseous state was permeated with light, shining into cosmic space. It was similar when the Earth condensed into the air state. It was completely permeated with light. It shone out into cosmic space. The Earth had become a Sun, we might say. The light is the cause of something else. It penetrates into the dark, warmth matter. The first human dispositions were not luminous. At most they could have been felt through differences in warmth. Now light glows and radiates around this whole system, this warm bloodstream. This light settles in the human body. That is the nervous system. The force lines, the structural lines of the nervous system, are light that has taken shape. The brain was embedded as a light force, around the fiery matter, around the lantern. The nervous system which perceives light was once light itself, and the whole earth shone out into cosmic space. Now the time came when the sun peeled out of the earth again. The finest matter and beings formed an independent cosmic body, so that our earth orbited the sun. The departure of the finest matter was connected with a densification of the remaining matter. On the one hand, the finely luminous body of the sun emerges. On the other hand, the matter of the earth becomes much denser. It enters a watery state, denser than our seawater, for it also contained everything that is solid today. With the fluidization, a new element appears. To the extent that water appears, the music of the spheres, the cosmic sounds, take effect out of the cosmos and the earth. It is not music like today, which is carried through the air. The development of the earth is now influenced by the cosmic music. Different kinds of matter are lifted out as individual substances from the undifferentiated great matter. The earthly substances begin to dance under the influence of the cosmic music. This is the differentiation of matter into organic matter, for example, into protein. Thus organic matter, the protoplasm, came into being under the influence of the cosmic music, 
similar to Plodni sound figures today. These substances, protein-like, glutinous matter, are pushed into the previous force lines of the human disposition. The cells, which today are regarded as the initial thing in the history of the development of organisms, came much later. They were first born from certain beings. The atom, too, is never the original. It is always something that which falls out of the whole. The whole is never composed of cells. The whole process was supported by the moon still being in the earth's body. The three human races that went through these periods are the polar, the hyperborean, and the lemurian. Then the moon separated from the earth. While the moon was still connected with the earth, something else came into being. It is a time of continual densification. Something special happens in the last period of the earth's connection with the moon. The original fire was living fire, like the warmth of the blood. The outer fire emerged at the end of the moon period. What came into being under the influence of physical combustion can best be imagined by looking at a physical burning corpse. What drops as ash can be compared with the residue from the burning of the earth. This is a new element in our earth's evolution. This is how everything mineral came into being. The mineral, the ash-like, falls out of the organic substances like something that is clouding, dimming. Before, there were only protein-like substances. Now clouds of ash appear and are embedded in the protein. These ash clouds are integrated into the organic substances of all the kingdoms of nature, the plant, animal, and human kingdoms. If development had continued in this way, everything would have become mummified and rigid. We have already mentioned the reason for the separation of the sun and the moon. The reason for this separation was that if all the forces and beings had remained connected, then human beings could not have assumed the living conditions they have today. If the sun had remained connected with the earth, human beings would have had living conditions which were too fast. When they were born, they would have grown old again immediately. Only the highly developed beings could participate in the intense development of life. They went with the sun. The other beings had to harden themselves. But such hardening would have become total, so the moon had to leave the earth. Thus the human being is kept in the middle in the right way. The sun gives the power of progressive living growth. The moon restrains this development to a degree that suits the human being. Human beings stand in the middle between beings who develop much more rapidly than they do and those who develop much more slowly. The sun took over the development of life, the moon the development of form. The human being was given the opportunity to transform the form they had attained. Now they were prepared in such a way that the seed of the I, capital, could lower itself in. This kindled the development of the human being toward the soul and spirit. That was at the end of the Lemurian period. Now the human being had to develop their I on earth with the help of their other elements. This development 
falls in the final Lemurian and the Atlantean period and in our time. But the human eye can only slowly take itself in hand. In the beginning, when bodily nature was fertilized with the eye, the eye could not yet have taken its development into its own hands. If we follow this whole development of the earth, we first see the earth in a state of warmth. It was not yet separated from the other planets that belong to its system. Physics is also familiar with this starting point, but only in a physical way. It speaks of a dead ball of gas. But where life then comes from, that is not answered. The formation of a planetary system is illustrated with a drop of oil on water. A card is pushed between the drop which is turned with a needle. Small drops also separate as a result. But those who do the experiment forget that they are standing there turning. They don't say how the experiment comes about without them. Spiritual beings were connected with this gaseous body, with the warmth matter. The reasons why the planets have clustered out are to be found in that it was not only human beings who developed on our earth, but also beings who are higher and lower than human beings. On the old Saturn, there were already beings who went through their human stage there. Today they have progressed far beyond the level of humanity. Fire spirits on the sun are today two levels higher, moon people one level higher than human beings. The human beings on Saturn were the spirits of personality. But at that time, higher beings lived there at the same time who had been human beings even earlier. All these beings remain in connection with the planetary system. The sun separated from the earth because higher beings were connected with it and needed another setting. If they had stayed with the earth, they would have been held back in their development. They needed the rapid pace. Now, there were not only such beings who needed the sun, but also a range of beings at the most diverse stages of development. Some ejected Uranus for themselves and for certain beings. Saturn was created. Jupiter had become another arena. It came into being when the earth was already shining forth. Thus, setting after setting was split off according to the needs of the spiritual beings. When the sun split off, it took with it certain beings who could not have remained connected with the earth, but who could not yet keep up with the very rapid pace of the sun. These beings were more exalted than human beings, but not yet as mature as the other beings of the sun. So the sun split off planets for these beings, Mercury and Venus, whose beings stood between earth and sun beings. It was also these beings who guided and directed the development of the eye when the eye itself was not yet capable of doing so. The mission of earth development is to develop the eye. Only when Christianity yields its ripest fruits will human beings reach their level. The Venus beings worked through the astral or devaconic world or incarnated as human beings and became their guides. They laid the seed of further development in human beings in a way of which the latter were not conscious. From another perspective, they are called luciferic beings. The Mercury beings were also connected with the evolution of the earth. They were the first great teachers in the mysteries. They secretly guided the teaching of the oldest initiates. 
While the Venus beings have a very long lifetime, the Mercury beings know nothing at all of birth and death because they have developed buddhi. Their consciousness is retained fully through birth and death. So we have discussed some things about how the development of the earth came about, the meaning of the creation of the globe and of the human being. This is a new picture of evolution. By describing it from different points of view, we get a true idea of reality. The moment we become dogmatic, we can never penetrate into real occultism. We can gradually come to see spiritual life in its reality if we seek to gain an overview, such as was described at the beginning. The end of lecture 15